Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Good news. Drop the subject has begun. Or bad news. Drop the subject has begun. If you hate the show, welcome. I'm Allie Johnson, and I am joined by Clayton Ferris again today. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you for having me back uh, again and again I, this week. I know. Three for three. Jared Hill is out for the rest of the week. He's in Miami. He will be back on Monday. But Clayton Ferris is here. Yeet, yeet. Yeet, yeet. I did follow through on our game yesterday, oh. which was to uh, text somebody some of the uh social media lingo that I did not know when we played Are You Smarter Than an Instagrammer. Some of the words that you gave to me included Hundo P, no cap, yeet yeet, and I did use Hundo P in, because at the end of the show, I got a text message from somebody I don't know very well, someone who is in college. So it was very intimidating because I... Because they know the lingo. Exactly. I would look like a real idiot if I misused it. So she had texted me by the end of the show asking about hotel recommendations in Los Angeles. And I said that a good central location would be Mid-Wilshire or... Uh, or Hollywood, yeet, yeet, hundo P. <laughs> and her response was, winky cry face, uh, Simpsons colored thumbs up. Oh, wow. So I don't know if she's just being nice. Yeah. My guess is probably yes. That sounds like a coded way of saying like, aw. <laughs> Oh, She's trying. <laughs> She's trying to use the slang. Like, have I become the person who's like, oh, dad just figured out GIFs. Yes. Dad just figured out how to text and look at GIFs. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, send memes. <laughs> <laughs> memes. Also known as memes. GIF? Is that a GIF or a GIF? Well, I'm excited about today's show. We have a lot to get to. Of course, everyone is boycotting SoulCycle and Equinox, or they're just trying to get out of their contracts, which is impossible, which is something we discussed right before we were about to crack crack the mics today. Everyone's like, I'm trying to boycott, but I can't. I'm, I'm stuck in this contract. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, getting out of a gym contract is the hardest thing to do. <laughs> right. So Literally. they're like, we got gotcha. you. They got us. Um, you are injured today. Yes. And you said, as soon as I saw you this morning, you said, I threw my back out. And I was like, man, this polyamory is really getting intense, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, that, I was thinking on the way here, I was like, you know, I don't think I'd ever be able to be polyamorous simply because there's so much energy you have to give to more than one person like my relationship is hard enough as it is to double it up or triple it up seems really tough yeah so but that's not how you hurt your back or it is no i wish it was in a fun polyamorous sex capade <laughs> it's not i don't know specifically i just know i've been trying to go to the gym working on my fitness right and just yesterday, I in the middle of the day, I was just like, my back's a little tweaked, and then it just got worse and worse. Yeah, to that... where yeah, last night I was just like, I couldn't sleep, so I was just rubbing like I don't have any traditional medicines in my home. Oh, is that a <laughs> is that a conscious decision that you don't like Western medicine? Are yes. you just doing like tea tree oil and celery juice uh, to help your back? Yeah, and it's not working. <laughs> I think I just ran out of like classic Advil. It was one of those things where I woke up at like 3 a.m. just like ripping through like every cabinet in my house being like there must be. These are earplugs. Whatever. I'll take them. Or it's just like I have like 50 bottles of different types of vitamins. And I'm like none of these are helping right now. I even went so far as just to rub some weed on my back. (laughs) Oh that always helps. Even if it doesn't do anything to your back. That's just a good (laughs) idea in general. I don't know if that's how it's supposed to be used. Like I'm just saying literally just rubbing it on my back. Well, they say... Not smoking it. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, d- don't rub a joint on your back. That would be a horrible <laughs> idea. That would really not help. No, I, I definitely have a lot of those same... Cre- I mean, when you get injured, you, you do go back to the well of miscellaneous crap that you have in your medicine drawer. When I, I re-injured my... Uh, elbow a couple of weeks ago and I was like, what do I have? What do I... I have an ace wrap. I have a... It was like I was MacGyvering some way to try and get back into... Like, to to heal myself. But you go into the medicine cabinet and you're just like, what do I have? I don't know. And I I have the same thing where I have an array of random pot things that I really don't feel like help at all. But I used one recently, too. I was like, I'm just going to massage this CBD something, topical whatever. I did. It's good for inflammation, I guess. I did have a CBD, like I have this CBD stuff that's kind of like, it smells tiger balmy, you know what I mean? It's like that minty and like it does help like initially and like it relieves it for a little bit but then like it comes back like as you can see as I'm like talking, I'm like shaking because it keeps like catching it spasms. Yeah, well that's when you have to go back to the traditional muscle relaxers. Yes. You just gotta, you know, and and I don't have a wide array of that stuff. It's not like I take it regularly at all, but when you get like wisdom teeth taken out, you gotta save or you, Yeah, you gotta save that <laughs> stuff because then you have a nice potpourri of random painkillers sure. just to go to when needed. When needed. You know? Or you can sell them on the black market and make a couple bucks. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. That's bad. That's illegal. That's horrible advice. That's horrible <laughs> advice. We do have a lot more than this to talk about, I promise you. We're going to talk about hibernation. Is it happening in the summer? I think it is. We're going to uh, do Drop the President because they're, uh, the, the Democratic candidates are putting some really weird merchandise out there. What are Bernie books? Uh, gay, gay, cray, cray. Some weird stuff going on at a Whole Foods and a lot more. So stick around. We're going to talk about summer hibernation when we get back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. There's some music for you. This is Drop the Subject with Allie Johnson and our bisexual friend Clayton Ferris is joining me while Jarrett Hill is out in Miami. He's doing something very gay, I can imagine. And gayer than this? <laughs> I think gayer than this. Sometimes even this is not gay enough for Jared. What's gayer than sitting in West Hollywood listening to Erasure? <laughs> uh, sitting in Miami listening to Erasure? I don't Tr- know. Touche. Touche. Uh, we have a lot to get to today. I know a lot of people are protesting about all kinds of things right now. I think that ever since uh, the d- Mr. Donald Trump got elected president. People are running out of markers. They're running out of cardboard. They're running out of tape. I mean, it's like everyone is protesting every second of the day. So we will play Whose Sign Is It Anyway, where I will read a sign and then you have to guess what that's from. Is it from the Women's March? Is it a, Is it for labor unions? Is it Brexit? Uh, is it Equinox or Soul Cycle? I mean, there's a lot of new things in the mix now, so we'll get to that. Uh, does being environmentally friendly make you gay? <laughs> Apparently, that is an issue. And some straight people, straight men, in fact, are uh, have admitted that they will not use reusable shopping bags for fear of people thinking that they're gay. So oh, that'll be an that interesting is, That uh, triggers me. That's annoying. 
<laughs> no, man, I use plastic. I'm plastic straight. only. <laughs> uh, there's also some breaking news that I have to uh, share with you. USC, I know you think, wow, USC, they can do no wrong. They are perfect. They have never done anything bad. Well, apparently, this is just an alert that came up on my phone. 48 male patients say that a USC doctor has sexually abused them, and the university was warned about this. Five of those patients, all of whom were students, say that they told the university Dr. Dennis Kelly had subjected them to invasive exams and made sexual remarks. So that's just another scandal that is unfolding in the USC world. It doesn't seem to get better at that school. Uh, But anyway, there is a lot more other stuff we have to talk about, including something that I was thinking about on the way here and the way into work today. I was thinking about, you know, I'm hearing on the radio, because I listen to the radio for weather updates, they say it's going to be another scorcher today, it's going to be in the high 90s in the valley, and of course there's a lot of people listening in all kinds of different places here uh, on Channel Q or Including Texas, where it's like a thousand degrees. Yes, I mean, my point is that there are a lot of different places where there are huge heat waves right now. And I don't know about you, Clayton, but... I have completely changed the way I act during the summer now after these heat waves because they're only going to get worse. Right. I mean, everyone, every article I read is about how scientists predict that these weather uh, swings are going to be even more drastic over the years. There's going to be even bigger heat waves, and it's going to get to the point where people can't really go out during the summer anymore. I know that summertime is like, oh, thank God it's summer. I can finally get out there and ride a bike and go to the beach and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, I was going to, I I asked my wife to go out on a walk with me in the afternoon. I was just like, let's just walk. get out. Yeah, let's just get out of the house and go for a walk. She was like, nope, I'm not leaving this house. It's too hot. <laughs> are we now getting to the point where we are hibernating in the summer versus the winter? I know that we are not a hibernating species, but there are a lot of animals that will hibernate during the winter. Humans, I think, are starting to hibernate during the summer. I think this is going to be a growing trend where in the summer months, people aren't doing crap. They're not going to summer camp anymore or they're doing indoor activities more than ever. It could be like a new phase of human evolution where during the summer... Yeah, we we just don't do anything. We don't do anything. We want to be inside a cave that's cool. (laughs) Exactly. And those caves are our air-conditioned apartments. All I want every day is to be in air-conditioned environments. Yeah. That's the number one goal. Well, one of the things that people are surprised when I tell them that like living in SoCal, like... Like, I don't have air conditioning in my home. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. (laughs) See? Because, Uh, but what that says to me is there was a time in California when you didn't need it. Yes, it's true. You know? And so now we've passed that time. I mean, I get by. It's fine. Yeah, it's warm. (laughs) I make it work. All right? I feel bad for you. That's horrible. My, uh, My wife, when I get home, is usually all lights are off. The blinds are drawn, the AC is on, every single fan is on, and she's just binging a new show. What if she's trying to be, like, sexy and you just aren't picking up the signals? <laughs> I can't pick up the signals. It's too damn hot. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just going to take another shower. Do you want to join me? I hope not, because it's going to make the shower hotter. Oh, God.
Uh, summer hibernation. Listen, folks, it's I think it's going to be a real thing, and I think it's going to become a trend. We'll hear more about that, I'm sure, in the future. Uh, Drop the President is on deck. What are the Democratic candidates doing with their merchandise? There are all kinds of weird things that are being sold, including Andrew Yang selling shirts with no tie. Uh, what the hell is that? Isn't that just a shirt? I'm so confused. <laughs> we'll get into that when we get back, so stick around. We'll be back in a few minutes. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Drop subject. Allie Johnson, Clayton Ferris joining me today, guest hosting with a with very, mic. very straight back, even though you're not a straight person. <laughs> He's injured himself. We have a lot more to get to on the show today. Of course, this story about USC is unfolding as we speak. Apparently, there are some allegations being made to one of the doctors there. This is also not the first time this has happened. Not to this doctor. I think there's a different doctor who was uh, accused of sexual advances towards women and doing really weird procedures that were not supposed to be happening. And then now there's another one uh, that where 48 male patients say that can't Campus doctor that this campus doctor sexually abused them. So this is going to be unfolding, I would imagine, throughout the show. We will certainly keep you updated, but there are far more things we have to keep you updated on, including the 2020 election and how we can drop the president. Drop the president. <laughs> do you like it? I do. I love the trickle off sound. <laughs> um, now, there are a lot of people, as we know, running for president right now. I think there are about 24 in total still, but I believe only eight have qualified officially for the next round of debates that take place in December. Uh, Clayton, have you been following any of this stuff? Is there anybody that you are particularly interested in or excited about? I, you know, I think it's one of the, like, I don't want to sound like I'm like, nope. I haven't, uh-huh. <laughs> but I am kind of uh, anyone but Trump sort of person. Okay, so I'm letting That's you know fair. people fight, fight it out, and I will support whoever the best option in beating the current person is. Sure, you know we just want to drop the president. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got it. I'm, I'm with you on that. I have been following some of these debates, and I have eventually. Uh, I, I mean. I've watched the debates. I'm not. I've not really been somebody who is super into politics until now. But uh, Jarrett Hill is has been d- doing a great job of keeping me abreast of all important things going on with the 2020 election. And I have fallen madly in love with Marianne Williamson, who of course is a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs. But I do endorse her. I, so I, far. I love Marianne Williamson. I've seen like I saw. Her, I've seen her speak multiple times like before she started running for president I'm a big fan of her book Return to Love my wife is reading it right now yeah Yeah. so like she is amazing as far as just like being a self-help spiritual guru but you know does that translate into presidential (laughs) terms you know does that make her qualify for being president who knows but you know what neither did the other guy yeah I mean, he really had no qualifications right may as well have someone that's like obsessed with like love (laughs) be the president right as opposed to someone that's obsessed with themselves True. My right. my uh, thought mentality around it is this. Yes, Marianne Williamson is inexperienced. Yes, she might be a little crazy. But fighting crazy with crazy seems to be a good way to go. Because <laughs> last election really defied all reason. Yes. But the point that the, what I want to talk about today for Drop the President is some of the weird 
quirky, costly 2020 campaign merchandise that is making its way out there. Of course, we saw in the first debates, Kamala Harris had this whole story about uh, with about her being bust in for school and then it ended with that little girl was me, right? That was her big zinger. And then of course, everyone was like, oh my God, this was such an amazing story. She really, you know, attacked Joe Biden and this thing on busing. And then lo and behold, momentarily right after that, they were tweeting out t-shirts that say that little girl was me. So there are ways of capitalizing on some of these things to make money. Of course, it all goes towards the campaign and it goes towards the election and all that stuff. But there are things that seem like a bit of a stretch. For example, $27 for a Bernie buck. <laughs> I d- that should just cost one buck. I mean, it should go, looking at this thing, it should cost less than one buck. I'm going to show you a picture of this, Clayton. This just says, it's a, it looks like a dollar bill, but it says 99 on it for oh. the 99% because that's what he's fighting for, right? He's fighting against the 1% and he's for the people. But it is $27 for one of these things. Yeah, it's One. Ju- it's just a flaw. It's a flawed design <laughs> because it's kind of you know it represents a dollar bill basically because it's called a buck and it's but it, on the bill it has ninety nine so you're like is it ninety nine bucks but then it's worth twenty seven dollars like it's too confusing yeah. And then uh, if you want to get even more confusing, there uh, Andrew Yang, who is also running for president, his supporters can purchase a quote unquote no tie summer look for $40 that comes with a certificate. He has made a name for himself by not wearing ties to all of the debates. Can I see a picture of this, Ginger Justin? Because I don't know what it's the not hell. It's on the website anymore. They took it down. They took it. They, so they took it down off the website because it was no, probably so ridiculous. I like, think it's his... It's a poster. No, it, this is just a picture. So it says, just in time for summer, Andrew Yang's famous no-tie look sported during the summer 2019 Democratic debates is now for sale for a limited quantity of 500 What it means to purchase Andrew Yang's no-tie look. Receive one of 500 official certificates of authenticity verifying purchase and ownership of the Andrew Yang no-tie look. No other product or items are included. To be clear, you will not be receiving a necktie when you purchase this product. Okay, so you're paying money to not receive a tie. Correct. Got it. Okay. That I can actually get down with. Because, you know, I've never even been one of those people who's going to buy a bumper sticker. Because I see people with like Bernie twenty, what was it, Bernie twenty sixteen? Yeah, stickers, and I'm like, guys, it's I had now one. that's stuck on your damn car for years to come. So I I, I had one from uh la, from like 2016 for Bernie. Oh, you did. Remember when the bird landed on his put a like, bird on it? Yeah, a bird landed on the podium he was speaking on, and then the next day they had bumper stickers it's called Birdie. <laughs> so you have that. So I still have that, and, and I'm you paid good money it. for. He's selling it on eBay right now. If you want the birdie sticker, call now. 833-77-CALL-Q. We're giving it away. All right, more Drop the Subject on the way. Don't go anywhere. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Here we go. Drop the subject. Allie Johnson and Clayton Ferris while Jarrett Hill is out in Florida. 
Clayton Ferris, our bisexual friend, joins us. He's bi. He's pan. He's poly. We don't really know. It's all <laughs> TBD. All, we're all, look, we're all the things all the time. You're just open. I'm just an open being. <laughs> like Bella Thorne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, breaking Bella Thorne is something that we should do regularly on the show. I don't even, I, I didn't even know who the hell she was before I, I started don't. doing. I, yeah, I, I agree. I'm still not even quite sure who the hell she is, but she is makes news for the weirdest reasons going on rants about the view and going into the ocean with a tampon. I mean, it's very strange. This woman is fascinating to me. And coming out as pansexual because she loves beings. I don't know if she's into aliens or what's going on, but it's time for News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Clayton, do you have your bell? I do. All right. Here's how it works. I have five headlines in front of my eyeballs. I'm going to read them to you, and then you decide. News it or lose it. If you news it, we will get into the story at the top of the next hour in its entirety. If you lose it, we will just chalk it up to a funny headline and throw it out the window. Here is your first headline. Okay, let's bring it on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, bring it on. Intern will make $1,000 for one day of eating only this. Ugh. I want that job. I know. Well, but what do you want? Wait, you want the the job and you don't even know what it is? No, look, I just want to... What kale? I already probably eat $1,000 worth of kale a day. (laughs) Let's be I guess honest. you're right. Who am I talking to? What if it's like toenails then? Uh, then no. <laughs> All right. So Do we're I using want that new- to figure okay. out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, headline number two: The creator of the Oregon Trail reveals bombshell historical secret <gasps> about the game. Yeah, I, I saw have this. To know this. I know we've been talking about Oregon Trail all week. It's our zennial bag of t- uh, a cup of tea. Okay, <laughs> bag of tea. Bag of tea. It's our zennial tea bag. Tea bagging, <laughs> zennial tea bagging, coming to you in courtesy of Drop the Subject. Okay, headline number three. Step aside, Game of Thrones wine. It's Chernobyl's turn to make weird TV show merchandise. Ah, <laughs> uh, I. I, I mean, I can't news them all because I want to news the last one. You can one. news as many as you want. Okay, let's news that because okay. Chernobyl is a weird show that I love. Oh, have you been watching it? Yeah. I, I had a discussion with my wife about visiting Chernobyl after we watched that and she thought I was completely insane. <laughs> yeah, I dropped the idea crazy. rather quickly, but I thought it'd be interesting. Anyway, headline number four, Google made a tweak to search results of this word after porn kept coming up. Um, God, I want to know. <laughs> Uh, I'll just tell you right now, if you're going to lose it, it's lesbian. Oh. Because apparently, as soon as you type in, like, lesbian comedian, it's like, here's people scissoring. And you're like, no, I don't want that. So anyway, they they made made a tweak to that to fix it. Uh, And then finally, headline number five, actor Danny Trejo becomes a real-life superhero when he uh, helps a baby trapped in a car. Yes. I want to know this, because Danny Trejo's like a... You know, he's a superstar in Southern California. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a superstar everywhere, but he is he is a fan favorite around here. Yes. And he he's, I think, single-handedly saving the world now after reading this headline. So we'll get into all that. Let's see. Danny Trejo saving a baby 
Intern will make $1,000 for one day of eating only this. The creator of the Oregon Trail has revealed a bombshell historical secret about the game and step aside Game of Thrones wine. It's Chernobyl's turn to make weird TV show merchandise. We'll figure all of that out when we get back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, drop the subject. Yes, that is correct. You found us. Congratulations. I'm Allie. Clayton Ferris is here with me today. And if you are enjoying what you're hearing, please tell our boss. Please, (laughs) God. No. Uh, You can follow us. You can follow the station at We Are Channel Q on Twitter and on Instagram. You can also follow the show at DTS Show. I actually have a question right now circulating at DTS Show on our Instagram. What is the most stereotypical thing about you? I tend to fall into a lot of the stereotypes, not just lesbian ones, but white lady ones. For example, I love Chardonnay. <laughs> I just love it. Who I doesn't, I, I love a good wine taste. I love LaCroix. Um, I, I still love Britney Spears. I'm not really sure why. It's just one of those things that's innate. But these are these are stereotypical for what? For white girls. For white girls. But I fall into a lot of lesbian stereotypes, too. Yeah. Like, I do have a lot of vests. I have a lot of flannel. Mm-hmm. I love Tegan and Sarah. I love sports, like softball. Yeah. Uh, you know, so there are a lot of things that I fall into in that category. But, you know, if you fall into any kind of specific stereotype, we would like to hear from you. So interact on our Instagram at DTS Show. You can also tweet at us and you can also give us a call, 833-77-CALL-Q. It is time now for News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents... Lose it or lose it. All right. Let's start with this intern job. I think anyone in their right mind would who would uh, would sign up for this job in a heartbeat, though your heartbeat might slightly be irregular after doing this because <clears throat> it'll be on the verge of clogging. You could be paid $1,000 in one day for eating a ton of bacon. Oh, this is incredible. <laughs> The only people that would not be down for this is vegans, I guess, or vegetarians. Southern California food company Farmer Boys is looking to hire a bacon intern. This is a paid internship. You'll be paid $1,000 to eat a bunch of their bacon dishes, then review them with detailed information, including taste, flavor, and thickness. Products include the Bacon Boy Cheeseburger, the Farmer's Burger, and the Farmer's Chopped Cob Salad. Mmm. <laughs> mm, I love salad. I love salad. I love salad. Bacon. I actually like Farmer Boy's burgers. Do you? Yeah, they're good. Well, if you would like to apply, you can do so by posting a video or a photo to Instagram that details why you'd be a good fit. Okay, but here's the thing. With interns, I always feel like they're looking for like an 18-year-old. <laughs> I think that that <laughs> used to be the case. Okay. I don't know if that's the case anymore, but you never know. I mean, with these things, it's all a marketing strategy. Exactly. If they want somebody who's <clears throat> 20 years old that has a great following, Following, ooh, oh my goodness, they have the job and they're going to be eating a bunch of bacon and talking about how great it is. Uh, they're probably not going to hire someone who's like 60 and like, I want bacon. But that's who wants to eat bacon is, you know, us <laughs> older people that just love grease. That have just lost all sense of control exactly. in terms of food. Because eventually you reach a certain age where you just don't care. Right. And you're just like, you know what? 
I like bacon and I'm going to eat it. And I don't really care what researchers say or what cancer research has come out and said, hey, you can't eat cured meats. I don't care anymore. Yeah. I, I need mean, to live my damn life. But technically, bacon is paleo. <laughs> <laughs> so. So we're good. So we're good, brah. We're good, brah. We're gara. Well, they're going to announce the official bacon intern winner on August 27th. So mark we, your calendars, everyone. I think that we should submit as a team. Let's do it. Okay. We yeah. can make. We have to make a video or a photo on why. This is what bothers me. Why you'd be a good fit. Because I love bacon. What right. other reason? What else? I mean, what else, you know, like, but what should we should write a song about it or, you know, something creative. Oh, you creative. want to write a bacon song? A bacon song, a bacon poem, a bacon spoken word. <laughs> bacon, oh bacon. Bacon, oh bacon. We're it was the bacon, bacon of times. It was the bacon of times. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. The creator of the Oregon Trail has revealed a bombshell historical secret. Oregon Trail has made me the woman that I am today. I wouldn't be who I was, and I wouldn't be here now if it weren't for making tough life choices, like, you know, whether to ford the river or cock my wagon and float it. <laughs> Amen. Very important. Now that we are adults, experts are weighing in, and researchers who actually knew about Oregon Trail times are weighing in on the accuracy in of the game. So, unlike the game, which has spawned a meme about dying of dysentery, because it happens so frequently, apparently back then, most people died of cholera. I know that this is going to screw this up all of your memories. Shocking. Uh, the symptoms were alike, and the diseases were spread in a similar way, usually through contaminated water, and this resulted in another frequent cause of death, which was the bloody flux in which diarrhea was the primary indicator. <laughs> so a uh, bloody flux and pooping yourself until you die was not an option on Oregon Trail, though I, me, 10-year-old me would have loved that. Yeah, I would have picked that one every time. I would have been like, if I could pick my way to die, it would be diarrhea to death. It would be hilarious. Um, I love that she's had this just weighing on her conscience for, for years. Right. She's like, everyone thinks it's dysentery, but it's not. It's, it's not. I have to tell them. I have to get this off my chest at some point. Another common strategy in the game was to choose to start out as a banker rather than a farmer or a carpenter because it would allow the player to start with more money for supplies and ultimately have a better chance of survival. But Kreutzer says that the reality was just the opposite. Regardless of class level, they all had equal likelihoods of accidental death. Oh my god! If only I could go back in time and change the decisions that I made. Yeah. This will affect almost no one. <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, let's keep things rolling here on Drop the Subject with Allie Johnson. And Clayton Ferris is in for uh, Jarrett Hill, who's been out all week. Let's get into the second half of News It or Lose It. Now, we did cover some important ground in the last uh, in the last break. We talked about the uh, experts and owners, or, or the creators of Oregon Trail, weighing in on the reality of what Oregon Trail decisions really made any kind of difference. It doesn't matter if you chose to be a banker. Unbelievable. <laughs> My entire world is warped. Shook. We also talked about how you can be uh, get paid to be a bacon intern. You can apply for that job. Clayton and I are going to apply. All we have to do is make some beat poetry about bacon. Seems easy enough. Easy. I probably have some poems just lying around from college that are exact about exactly that. I think I do. I, I know I have some crappy poetry that is saved either in a box somewhere oh, yeah. or on my phone or Me something. Me too. All I have to do is replace girlfriend with bacon. <laughs> All right. Now let's move on to 
Chernobyl and how they are coming out with themed merchandise. You know, when Game of Thrones came out, it became a huge hit, obviously. And then people wanted everything Game of Thrones related. What are they drinking out of that weird husk? I want whatever they're drinking. I want that giant turkey leg. And so HBO was like, you can have it. How exciting. We're going to make bottled mead for you to buy. (laughs) And people had Game of Thrones dinner parties. I mean, it was a whole thing. So now that Chernobyl is coming out, they're like, why don't we make radioactive alcohol? <laughs> Experts have diluted and distilled this alcohol. This is, so this is what they're, what they're selling. Hold on, let me just find this here. An artisan vodka has been produced with ingredients from the Chernobyl exclusion zone. What? And scientists are... This is a horrible idea. <laughs> okay. But this is the whole thing about Chernobyl is that... They're like, this is a horrible thing that happened. It's still not a safe place to visit, and that makes everyone want to visit it. Yeah, but it doesn't make me want to drink things from the soil of it. Well, then you are a sane man. I guess so. But there are a lot of people who, just for the sheer risk factor alone, want to try things that are bad for them. Yeah. Scientists, though, insist that this is safe to drink. Um Experts have diluted the distilled alcohol with mineral water from an aquifer in Chernobyl. (laughs) So stupid. Wow. Which is 10 kilometers south of the reactor and is free, they say, from contamination. The researchers insist that the vodka is safe to drink, although the team found some radioactivity in the grain used to make the alcohol, which is above the Ukrainian limit... They say that distilling has reduced the impurities to an undetectable level. I love that, like, the Ukrainian limit is, like, higher. Right. They're the just Ukrainians like, are like, okay, it's they're fine. They're like, no, that's you. fine. It's 44 cc's of radioactivity. Yeah. That's okay. That's a good sack of potatoes right there. I'll eat it. <laughs> um, so you can buy this, apparently. Hold on, let me see. Uh, do, 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 do. On the internet? Let me guess. Uh, it, oh my gosh, it's on the internet. <laughs> uh, and I believe there are 150 elderly people who still live in the exclusion zone itself in defiance of authorities. Uh, it will be safe for humans to live there again in 24,000 years. Oh, great. Put a down payment down now. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't see any information on where you can readily buy this stuff, but I don't see why you would want to. I think that it's exciting. It's called Atomic, A-T-O-M-I-K. That's a little on the nose. Yeah, Yeah, and it's in a, a, a box that looks like it's you know, like you're not supposed to open it. Right. It's like, whoa, you know, be careful. Uh, so anyway, that's what's happening there. <laughs> Moving on to Danny Trejo and how he saved a baby. I always love these stories of when uh, you, you, like you read the headline and you're not sure if it's the plot of a new movie or if it's real life. Right. Uh, this apparently is real life. One of Hollywood's best known villains, Danny Trejo, though he's a, a, a hero. I, even though he's played a villain, he's really a hero. Can I explain why he's a hero in Southern California? Because he has a donut shop here. He has a donut shop and a taco shop. And a taco shop. And, and that's, those are California's two favorite things. I have talked to <laughs> donuts and tacos. That are gluten-free and vegan. We have, uh, I have interviewed Danny Trejo before, and <gasps> we played a game with him where we uh, we read his IMDb credits, and he had to guess whether he was in the movie or not. He's done so many movies <laughs> that he could not even remember which ones he was in. That's hilarious. And Wait. He- he has. He's done like He's done hundreds. like 250. Yeah, it's crazy. His IMDb no, is like he's done 385. <laughs> really? He has 385 credits. 
<laughs> and yeah, we've read we read some of the ones that we had made up versus ones that were actually on his IMDb, and he could not tell the difference. Uh, anyway, he came to the rescue of a baby that was trapped in an overturned vehicle. It was it was not a stunt for an upcoming movie. This happened in real life. The actor jumped into action after witnessing two vehicles crash, uh, causing one to roll over. The overturned vehicle was then sitting on its roof and had a baby strapped into the car seat inside and he said the only thing that saved the little kid was his car seat everything good that has happened to me has happened as a direct result of helping someone else everything oh so he was uh, just happened to be in the right place at the right time he came to the rescue how would you like to get into a horrible car accident and it happens to be that danny trejo is there <laughs> coming to the rescue yeah what a great story for that baby to tell his therapist one day. Right. I just love the idea of whenever something horrible happens and then like a very like good looking person rescues you and you're like, oh my God, don't look at me. And yeah. you're like, and then it's Danny Trejo and you're like, oh, you can look at me. <laughs> you can look at me, Danny. <laughs> All right. We have more Drop the Subject on the way. Uh, what are we going to get into next? Gay couples, uh, oh, not gay couples, hold on. We're hold on, getting hold on, into on. gay couples. No, no, no. Uh, going green, does it make others question your sexual orientation? That seems ridiculous, but it's a thing people are worried about. We'll get into that next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Hey, do you have a minute to talk about the environment? Do you have a minute to talk about the environment? No. Wait, come back. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is Drop the Subject. Hello, Allie Johnson and Clayton Ferris here with you today. We are discussing whether environmental friendliness means non-heterosexual, <laughs> that you're not heterosexual. I didn't think that this would be a, a, a thing that actually has, that scientists have actually been studying and that this actually has truth to it. But, uh, but here we are. Now, when somebody asks you outside of a grocery store, hey, do you have a minute to talk about the environment? What do you pick? Who, what does that person look like to you? What do you picture there? You, I mean, I hate to be that person to say this, but you know, you it's a lot of times you're thinking like a crunchy granola yes, type. Yes, I think the first word that comes to my mind as well is crunchy. <laughs> crunchy. They are yeah. a crunchy person. They usually, if there's a woman, I see peaks of, of pit hair there sometimes. There's a woman that does it in my neighborhood, and I, I happen to live next to a Whole Foods that I go to probably every single day, and there's always this one girl standing in front of it, and she's crunched. She's cr- very, very sweet and kind. Yep. Crunchy uh-huh. in appearance. I would say... Uh, and really good at what she does with this whole, like, canvassing thing. Yeah. And she every time she gets me, and she gives me a new, like, she's like, got a minute to talk? And you're like... And I'm like... I, I you come here every day. I'm like, you asked me that yesterday and she's like sorry but I don't like when they attack you and they're like do you care about women's rights (laughs) or they're like the the gay ones get me because I'm like I'm a gay I and I just want to shop at Whole. I just want to go get the things that I need to get. And I'm like, a gay. They're like, do you care about LGBT rights? And I have to be like, no. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to go get some kumquats and move on. There is something like in that moment fun about saying like, they're like, do you care about the whales? And you're like, nope. But even though you do. <laughs> clubbing baby seals? No, F them. <laughs> it's just like, you, you know, you like. I think I, you know, raising money for charities is really good, but it's 
it's some for me like in this day and age, it's not the place to do it in front of a grocery store. No, it 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 makes me literally angry, <laughs> especially when they monopolize the street that you're on, right? Where they're on both sides, so you can't even cross the street to avoid one because another one's like, hey, and what's, it's like a dude in a braid, and you're like, damn it. What's the farthest you've gone to avoid a canvasser? Oh, blocks. <laughs> Blocks. I've gone to a different store. Okay. The reason that we bring this up is because there is this question of could going green make others question your sexual orientation? There has been a study done and apparently the answer is that it actually might. So they did this experiment with 170 people. They were asked to evaluate a fictional character. This is fun. The character's name was either David or Diane, whose daily routine included a number of green activities. These were either actions traditionally associated with women, such as recycling and using reusable shopping bags, or actions traditionally associated with men, such as implementing energy-efficient measures. What? I don't know. Apparently, uh, like line drying your clothes instead of throwing them in the dryer is a a traditionally female activity versus keeping your tire at a proper tire pressure is more of a male dominated green thing to do. So uh, participants then picked the personality traits they felt described this character. Across the board, respondents felt that David or Diane had more positive feminine than positive masculine traits, confirming that certain green behaviors were not seen to be manly. They were gender bending. I'm following it up with another article where uh, scientists have discovered, this was at Penn State, actually, researchers at Penn State University, discovered that men avoid using reusable shopping bags in order to not look gay. This is horrible. (laughs) It's like... I mean, it's hilarious to me, though, that a guy's like, no, man, plastic. Yeah. Bad for the environment. That's me, bro. Remember when, um, who's the guy, uh, John Waters said, like, if you go to someone's house on a one night stand and they don't have books out, like, if you can't see books in their apartment, you should not go to bed with them. I think it should be a similar thing. If you don't see a reusable shopping bag. If you don't see a reusable shopping bag on these straight men, (laughs) you shouldn't have sex with them. Just show me your totes. Show me your totes, bruh. Because if you don't have totes... Then you don't. Then have, you don't get my zygote. You, you don't get my zygotes. <laughs> Put that on a sign. All right, we have to take a moment. When we get back, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more about this equinox debacle, the equinocle, I like to call it, and uh, the boycott against Soul Cycle, Equinox, and beyond. So stick around. We're coming right back on Drop the Subject. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, Allie and Clayton hanging with you today, Thursday, and uh, we've been talking about Whole Foods and the. La- I know we're we're going to talk about the whole Equinox and and Soul Cycle stuff. We're going to be getting to that in a little bit. I wanted to go over this with you, Clayton, because we started talking about Whole Foods and, and some of our gripes about the people that are outside the parking lot asking you, "Do you have a moment to talk about the environment? Do you have a moment to talk about climate change?" We right. had so many moments we would get nothing done. Uh, and then I just want to get into the store and pay $7 for an orange, okay, and move on with my life. Uh, but, you know, we complain, but we actually have it pretty good because there are some places that don't have a Whole Foods at all. 
What? I know. <laughs> and they wish they had these problems. And uh, Toledo, you know, I, I also wanted to talk about this story because, you know, with all the stuff that's been going on in Ohio, some very sad news, you know, that's been littering the Internet. And I wanted to bring up a positive story that in Toledo, they are getting their very first Whole Foods and they are thrilled about it. Countdown is almost over. Whole Foods opens this week. Hold on. The countdown <laughs> is almost over. I, I could just picture on one of their big screens, 23 days and 7 hours but and 36 minutes. Give them a break because they waited four years for this. <laughs> Literally. It was announced four, like four and a half years ago. No way. Yeah. So they're like, I mean, that's a long time to wait for an organic orange. <laughs> It is. It's definitely not ripe anymore. <laughs> Community members are getting a sneak peek inside the store as we speak. Kaylee Kirby live there now. Kaylee, what's it like over there? Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's right, Christy. Uh, this is something the community has been waiting for for quite some time now. And if you haven't had a chance to make your way down here, it's in West Toledo on Secor Road and Executive Parkway. There's people right now behind me. They started at about 3 p.m. So, so people have been congregating there since 3 p.m. Just to take a gander at the parking lot of the Whole Foods. She's recommending everybody please get their asses over there to take a look. <laughs> it's not open yet, just to let you know. It's not open yet. This is just to peer through the glass at the high-priced almond milk. A little over two hours ago, getting sneak peek tours, I'm told that there's 400, 450 or more people that are coming in here to get these sneak peek tours. The people who are on the tours purchased tickets and they actually purchased sold out. tickets? So, again, just so we're clear, this is not to shop at the Whole Foods. This is not to purchase anything at the Whole Foods. You're not going to be visiting the check stand. You're simply paying money to get a 30-minute tour of a grocery store. Wow. Each tour is guided and lasts 30 minutes. Inside, they're able to see a layout of the store, some new features. that. And this is where the ghee is. This is the ghee aisle. I mean... And this is our coconut ice cream. The olive bar at Whole Foods is gorgeous. <laughs> and worth a tour. And worth a tour. I don't know if you've ever been. Like, uh. And you can sneak olives off of it. Yes, I do that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you for your brave admission here live on the air. I dropped the subject. That's amazing. I wonder if you have to wear Lululemon yoga pants in order to be a part of the tour. You do. There's a dress code. And you have to drive a Prius. <laughs> the store will have and get some samples. We spoke to some oh, samples. Maybe oh. they'll give you an olive the tour goers and here's what they had to say about the store all right these are the people now known about whole foods for decades so to see it actually come to toledo is breath of fresh air the fact that there's uh, prepared foods that are not horrible for you they're good for you that's amazing to be able to have at home. Yeah, there are prepared foods. I mean, see, this is what I mean. We're lucky. We are now, so if you lucky. you guys weren't <laughs> able to come and see the tour today, Whole Foods has their grand opening on Wednesday. They'll be open at 9 a.m. The grand oh, opening will have music, refreshments, <gasps> and pastries, and the first 200 customers will get a gift. Oh. An avocado? Is it an avocado? WTOL. Oh, man, I am on the edge of my seat. I, I'm, I, I'm going to get a one-way ticket get just to Toledo to go to this thing. Unbelievable. I do have to like stand up and say when the Whole Foods opened by my house, there was a party <laughs> that day and believe me I was there and it felt like I was at like the the state fair event <laughs> of the century. 
I just wonder if these same parties are being held at Grocery Outlet Bargain Market. No. Or the pack and say, <laughs> no, definitely not. Everyone gets a free uh, cockroach in their cereal. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, I, I love I love you, uh, Grocery Outlet. Okay, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about this Equinox stuff. We're going to talk about the Soul Cycle boycott. Uh, should you ever get on a Soul Cycle bike again? What are these teachers going to do? Where are their jobs going? Oh, my God, the world's ending. We'll talk about all that when we come back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, let's get into this Equinox soul cycle craziness. This is Drop the Subject. I am Allie Johnson, and guest hosting with me today is my bisexual friend, Mr. Clayton Ferris. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. While Jarrett Hill is out. If you're not already, please give us a follow. Interact with us at DTS Show on Twitter and on Instagram. There's all kinds of stuff there for you. All right, I am being told that we have someone on the phone that I, I don't know about you, Clayton, but I would really like to talk to. I'm Apparently, this, this person works at the front desk at an Equinox. Is that, is that correct? But you'd like to remain anonymous. That's correct. Okay. I have a lot of questions for you because people are very up in arms. Boycott Equinox was floating around. It's still floating around. I think people are planning protests and writing things on cardboard signs as we speak. Now... Of course, this is all because the owner of Equinox and SoulCycle has decided to throw a really fun, easygoing Trump fundraiser, and people are not happy about it. Have you have people been going up to you at the front desk? How has this affected your job? Well, I worked a shift uh, yesterday afternoon till yesterday evening, and literally every phone call was a cancellation. Oh, whoa! Yeah. Every if if not every other phone call, literally. Every other phone call was a cancellation. And some were mad, some were like yelling at us, some were very cool about it. And, you know, but it, it, it was just, there was a lot of folks who were angry about it. Did they give and y'all any sort of like material or talking points to like handle these no, calls? They basically emailed us the same email that y'all got on Instagram. Which, which was, which was what? You know, the passive investor thing where he was a passive investor, which I mean, Twitter's having a field day with that passive investor stuff now. Yeah, I see. Okay. So are people verbally yelling at you? Well, I mean, not necessarily me, but um, a lot of the other people, like in the morning, like the morning shift had complained about a lot of folks just kind of like, I mean, and that was the thing that I got kind of heated about was that, you know, this guy basically has a $15 an hour shield to to shield him from all the anger and all the, you know, the vitriol that people, and, and in a lot of ways, the way that they marketed the company and put the company, I mean, the way that they had it on Pride Pride Month last month was crazy considering, you know, what's going on right now. It's it really, considering who walks into that, that gym every day, it, it, it really a stupid move. How easy is it to cancel? Now, I, I, I'm under the impression that once you sign a 12-month contract, getting out of a gym yeah. membership can is not an easy thing. So people are calling no, to cancel. You, and you have, to, you have to either have a doctor's note, you have to either move 25 miles away from Equinox, or you have to have, um, what is it, um, or if you lost your job. But those are the three things that, that you'd have to prove on paper to be able to cancel your membership if you're still in within the year contract. But if you're if you're like a longer term member and you've been there for more than a year, then you can just go ahead and cancel whenever you want. Have you been to the Equinox today? Not today, no. Okay, I wonder if there's a if people are noticing fewer people there. If oh, pe- you could see it yesterday. You saw it yesterday. It was, it was significantly like because Monday is usually our busiest day. Yeah. 
and you could see a significant significant drop in people coming in and more phone calls than anything. Yeah, I saw something on Twitter that said, um, you know, people are boycotting Inquinox and in L.A. it means so much to them that they're willing to get fat over this. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if there's anybody who literally just signed their contract and they're being given because you get a free Equinox shirt when you sign up, right? Because they want you to promote yeah. the company. So is there anybody that just started and they're like, all right, I'm finally going to do that gym membership. And then this story breaks the day that they're signing up. You know, that to, to be honest, you, you it almost feels that way as an employee because you're kind of stuck. You know, no matter what, like this was a surprise to all of us as employees, because we can't like just quit our jobs because of our political stances. I mean, everybody got to pay their rent. Right. Right. And it's 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 a tough thing because, you know, I mean, the person who can afford a two hundred fifty dollar a month gym membership, their decision, um, I'm, I'm, you know, they, they cool. They they have they have disposable income to make their choices. Right. But as far as like the Equinox employees and the people who work there and the maintenance crew that keep the place smelling like eucalyptus and the whole thing, I mean, the, we're like real people. And the people that get yelled at on the front desk because you know what this this guy is is t- trying to you know fundraise. It's it, it really sucks because. It was a surprise to all of us. Yeah. And even even up to including my my general manager, you could tell that even in his face, because I'd rather not get into specifics, but he even, you could see the concern that this PR nightmare is had in his face. Yeah, I mean, it is, I, I just, I've been in a number of gyms and it is not easy to make them not smell disgusting. So having them right. smell and like what, eucalyptus what is, is a tough that, job. It The thing is, is that that's what, like you know equinox is selling a lifestyle and part of that lifestyle is the perception of you know a progressive you know lgbtq friendly lifestyle where you know and 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 i mean half the clientele is is part of your community so it's not like it, it, it was really not a good move because I mean, half the people that work there, I have people, I have a game, I have a gay coworker that was like, I don't know how I can work here anymore. And right. like, it's, it's kind of hard because, you know, the same way that people want to cancel their membership, the employees are like, man, what do we do now? Because now in, we, especially with the front desk, cause we're put in a position where we have to defend the statement that was put out by the company but then also, you know, understand the truth of it. And it, it really, it, it, it sucks. Yeah, that's a really tough position to be put in. Well, we really appreciate you coming uh, on the air with us and voicing your opinion. And we will definitely, we'd love to keep talking to you as, as updates unfold. And I wish that we could offer you a radio job, but I really don't think it's any better than what you're doing now. <laughs> well, um, I, I wish I could plug. I, I have a lot of stuff to plug, but I can't because I don't want to re- remain anonymous. But yes. Yeah, I'll definitely... I'm, I can be your, your insider spy for Equinox. For okay, a good. Okay, we have a mole on the inside, ladies and gentlemen. Perfect. There you, go. you got a mole. I, I, see, I've always wanted to be a spy, so this is even better. This <laughs> is the very watered-down version. But All right, thank you. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. 
We're on limited time already, so let's get into it. This is Drop the Subject with Allie, and Clayton Ferris is in for Jared Hill as he's out of town for the week. And uh, let's get into Gay Gay Cray Cray. Crazy! Every Thursday, I share a story about a couple. Maybe things started out normal, or maybe they just had an unconventional wedding, which is the case in this week's story. I will give you as many details as possible without revealing the gender of each party. Then, Clayton, you will decide whether they are gay-gay or cray-cray. In this case, this story begins on Broadway. Oh, I already love it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, gay. Gay, right. But there are a lot of necessary details here, so okay. listen up. The show The Prom mm-hmm. has been on Broadway for a while. It is now ending. And it ended with a bang because two people got married on stage closing night. Cute. The on- <laughs> Oh, cute. <laughs> the onstage ceremony was officiated by the play's co-writer who got ordained online just for the occasion. Uh, I okay. Let's see. The, the one person and the other person they tied the knot on stage during a curtain call for the Broadway musical The Prom. In their vows, the bridge, the bra- oh, the people <laughs> agreed to commit their lives to one another. Vows included: I promise to honor and care for you, and cherish and encourage you, and to love you completely through all experiences of our lives. The nuptials were greeted with roaring applause by the audience. Uh, they met each other on. Bumble mm. in 2017. Isn't that a straight dating app? <laughs> no, not necessarily. We are both very witty people, and it's hard to find someone who can keep up. But this person really got me and made me laugh. Plus, those blue eyes. What can you do? Gorgeous. <laughs> also, just to let another tidbit might be helpful, they got engaged after less than three weeks together. That sounds like lesbians. <laughs> they said they are uh, almost like an old married couple already, and they're not even old. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, so the question remains, Clayton Ferris, this couple that got married during a curtain call for the Broadway musical The Prom on their closing night, are they gay-gay or are they cray-cray? So I assume that The Prom is a musical about like a gay kid going to the prom i don't know i, I have no idea i just probably I, we actually had a guest from the prom on the guy that talked about oh, the broadway right. the broadway pooper yes <laughs> he was in the prom oh the musical oh my lord that's right <laughs> so second the, appearance of the prom so on this it all show. comes full circle but just because knowing a little bit about that musical and what it's about i'm gonna say that this is a gay gay couple okay and you're guessing that they are female gay i think they're female okay I think I gave it a little too much away. You are correct! Yay! When I read this, I was like, these are two gay guys, 100%. I don't even need to look into this. But their names are Jody Smith and Armel K. Harper. One of them, Armel K. Hyper, is the, uh, Harper, is the script coordinator for the show. Oh. So she apparently met the actress Jody K. Smith during the musical's curtain call. Uh, oh, no, no. They they married during the curtain call. They met on Bumble. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> Wait, but they, what is this story? I don't... <laughs> what the hell is, what going, is going on? on? Well, I don't know what to believe. Girl meets girl on Bumble, and then they get married on stage during a Broadway musical. Oh, what a wonderful story. What a wonderful life that we... Don't you think sometimes it's kind of scary whenever someone like proposes... 
in front of a lot of other people, like on a stage like that or in a restaurant, like that really sets the other person up. They, they have to say yes. You have to be sure. You have to be sure. That they're going to say yes. And then as the recipient, yeah, you have to just say yes. And yeah. then later be like, I meant no. I meant no, but I'm just going to say yes for now. I just didn't want to make the waiter uncomfortable. <laughs> exactly. All right. We're going to get to more when we get back. What do we have on deck here? What do we have, Ginger Justin? What the hell's next? We got some... We got to uh, give people... We got some news that are lose it coming up. We got some true... We're going to talk about stereotypes. We put out the question, what is like your main thing that makes you a stereotype? We're getting some great answers on that. Yep, yep. So you can still submit for those at DTS Show on Twitter and on Instagram and on Clayton's Instagram, too. Yep. You if can you go interact. to at Clayton Ferris, you can, you can answer my poll. <laughs> Which is getting way more interaction than the show's poll. So uh, interact now, and we will get we will read your answers live on the air. Stay tuned for more. Drop the subject. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Okay. Yep. Drop the subject with Ali. Oh God, my mic- microphone. Why does this always happen to me? Does this happen to the other DJs? I think you move your microphone. You jerk I move your my microphone. Mi- I do? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, th- there's a screw in here that's always <laughs> loose, and I'm not being funny. This is ag- There's actually a screw loose constantly in this microphone, and then it comes it comes out periodically throughout the show. Thank you, Ginger Just Justin. Like you came out periodically through your life. Yeah, and I also had a screw loose most of the time. <laughs> Still so do, do I. Okay, let's get into the News It or Lose It headline selection before we run out of time. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. So I'm going to give you some headlines of the day, and you're going to tell me if we're going to news these or lose these. Sounds great. I've got the bell. Great. Here we go. Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu will be bundled for $12.99. Whoa! Should Netflix be worried? Sure. Okay, here Should we Netflix go. Should Netflix be worried? <laughs> uh, like everyone in Netflix is like... <laughs> like hey. Frontier Airlines offering free flights for people with the last name Green or Green, spelled with an E. <laughs> if that's your name, we're not going to news this, are we? So Rachel Green from Friends is like, am I the only one? She's like, I'm getting a free... No. Okay, no. But just if you're listening, no, get a free flight. Yeah, why not? On Frontier, though? I don't know if that's worth it. Luke Skywalker wanted for theft in Tennessee. What? Okay. There's a man named Luke. His real name is Luke Skywalker. And he, apparently he's been robbing people. <laughs> uh, sure. I guess he went over to the dark side. I'll news that. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. Th- this is a n- tiny. This is the headline. Tiny bears likely survive crash of Israeli probe on moon. What the hell? Yeah. Sure. We need There's that. There's so many questions. There's so many. I have so many questions in my head. For Another that. great headline Bella Thorne bloodied after bringing <laughs> tampon into the ocean. Oh, I mean, morbid curiosity. <laughs> we got to know. Okay. So that that's what we have. Those are our things. Okay. So what are they again? So we're, we got Luke Skywalker wanted for theft in Tennessee. We're going to find out about him. Okay. Tiny bears likely survive crash of probe on moon. Of course, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu will be bundled for twelve ninety nine. Should Netflix be worried? And we're going to find out about Bella Thorne getting bloody after bringing her tampon <laughs> into the ocean. Don't worry, it's not what you think. 
Really? Find out after this. Well, drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Oh, it's so difficult to make selections for these headlines when you read things like Kraft Heinz's nightmare is far from over. <laughs> Do you think that's clickbait? Who knows? These clickbaity headlines. Oh my God. They're nightmare. It is a nightmare. Unbelievable. But is that about like the the made up kind of like flavors of ketchup they're doing? No idea. Hold on. Let's just. Mayo chup. Click. (laughs) Mayo chup. Mayo chup is like a, it's like literally like ketchup and mayonnaise mashup. Well, you know, a lot of people do that though. That's, I, uh, yeah, I love mayonnaise and ketchup together, but I don't want them to start off Yeah, you don't together. need them to be in a bottle together. No, and I don't like the name Mayo Chup. No. Uh, <laughs> it's disgusting. Well, what's the uh, Simpsons one, Ginger Justin? You always know Simpsons references when they do, uh, t- is it Tamaco? Tamaco plants. Yeah, they, they try to, he, um, Homer Simpson tries to make Tabasco and ketchup mixed, so he tries to, huh? It's Tabaco. Oh, tobacco. Oh, tobacco and tobacco and tomatoes. Tobacco and tomatoes. Oh, okay. I thought it was Tobasco sauce and tomatoes. Okay, this is already going off the rails. Let's get into news it or lose it. News it or lose it. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. Tobacco. Okay, one of these stories that you decided to news has the headline, Bella Thorne bloodied after bringing tampon into the ocean. Do tell. Do tell. So I had to investigate. Um, So Bella Thorne... You are the only one. (laughs) The actress has been making rounds lately, uh, promoting a new book, but today she decided she needed a break, so she went into the ocean with her tampon. And... Tampon is the name of her Australian shepherd. Oh. So she took her dog into the ocean to have some fun. This was in Miami. Maybe Jarrett saw her. But uh, Tampon seemed to freak out a little and scratch her up. Um, So when she came out, she had scratches. But this headline was saying she was covered in blood. It's all a ruse. Oh, wow. So I can't believe this Bella Thorne bloodied after Tampon enters ocean story is disappointing. It's disappointing. But the real story here is why would you name, you know, she named her dog something so crazy. I'm going to go ahead and guess it's for attention. (laughs) Absolutely. But I will say that in my days as a dog walker, when you have somebody who's named their dog a weird name, it's Mm -hmm. really frustrating that you have to use that name in the dog park. Yes. Because everyone thinks that it's your dog and it's not your dog. Right. And you're the one who has to be like, tampon, get over here. (laughs) Tamp. Tampy. No, no tampon. No, no tampon. Like, my friend's dog is named Bob Dylan. Full name. I love a full name like that. So when you have to call him to you, you have to go, Bob Dylan. No. Which is fun, but there, I mean, there are people who have crazy names for their dogs, and yeah. it makes you look like an a-hole. So one of the other headlines we covered was tiny bears likely to survive crash of Israeli probe on the moon. I've been reading this story all week, because <laughs> I literally have, because it's so cute, because there's these little things called tardigrades, which are tiny, just tiny microscopic creatures that, um, they're also called water bears or moss pigs. 
piglets, and they are one of the most indestructible kind of creatures on Earth. They're, they can survive extreme radiation, blistering heat, and it's been said that they could survive in outer space or on the moon, and now because of this Israeli um, space probe crashing, they now are on the moon. Wow. So if we can't find life on the moon, then we'll just put it there. So, it, you know, I think in a billion years, these tardigrades will evolve into something else and you know, then there'll be life on the moon. Oh my lord. So these micro bears, what are they called? Little water babies? Water bears. Yeah, this is a gayest news headline of water the week. Water bears or moss piglets, but they're also called called tardigrades. Look up tardigrades. They're the cutest little gross nasty things ever. Alright, well I mean, you know, mini pigs were a huge craze. Yes. So I would imagine that micro these are, piglets. Yeah, and these are microscopic, remember. These people also took um, what they called a lunar light, like these people. I mean, the Israelis Spacecraft. <laughs> Space mission actually took this thing called the Lunar Library, which is a device containing 30 million pages that are just include archives of human history. So Why? Just in, Why are we doing that? Just in case global warming <laughs> takes us all. Just have some history out in the out in the solar system just the solar there, system. just floating around. In case in years from now someone discovers a, a nano cube that <laughs> they yeah you know, how like how would they know how to open it their technology is going to be different interesting apple like steve jobs won't live on the moon yeah we're not gonna have the same languages no but tardigrades will all be the same and they're gonna grow into big moss yeah. piglets and kill us all yeah great how uplifting drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel q drop the subject the new channel q Okay, let's continue on with News That Are Lose It. This is Drop the Subject. I'm Allie Johnson. Clayton Ferris is our bisexual resident bisexual in residence bisexual. And, uh, I like that version. And uh, <laughs> we're about to talk about some of the stories that I decided that we should news. Uh, it seems like eons ago. <laughs> what? This was actually three days ago. This, okay, but great. But we're still here talking about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So this happened in Tennessee. Apparently, Luke Skywalker is wanted for theft in Tennessee. How did this happen? You ask? I don't know how many of the Marvel and uh, Star Wars movies got made, but apparently this is a plot line that is going to sell major tickets. Major, but it's not from the studios. It's not from Lucas Enterprises. It's just a man that a couple named Mr. and Mrs. Walker named Luke Sky. Walker. And after uh, he was arrested for allegedly violating his probation. Is this another Bella Thorne's dog name? (laughs) Basically, in connection with a felony theft charge. But of course, Mark Hamill got involved, you know, because he's big on Twitter. And he said the real crime here is Mr. and Mrs. Walker saddling this poor guy with that name in the first place. That's what Hamill said. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so he's mad that he got that name in the first place. Yeah. He's mad. No, he's mad that like this that they named him this. Like, what a thing to name your kid. That's you're setting them up. You you're setting up for ridicule or Or constant celebration. Exactly. Yeah, because I think that we've reached a point where 
weird names are actually really fun and exciting. And right. where at first it was like, your name's Luke Skywalker. What about Lo- your loser Skywalker? <laughs> loser. And then you're like, oh, why did I get this name? Or like, damn, my name is Tampon. Why? Why? But Bella? now you're like, okay, cool. Tampon, She's like, because my name is Bella Thorne. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm always like so I think it's so funny when parents do that with their kids like they'll be picking a name and they'll just they have to go off they'll be like what if we named him David and they're, they're like no because that's David and Goliath that like they go off on all the list why don't we list. name it Del- Goliath no, they, they go out on the on the list of things that kids can be made fun of yeah but kids can always think of something new to you know to make fun of you based on your name did you ever get made fun of for the name Clayton not for Clayton but my last name was Ferris and people would either call me Ferret <laughs> or they would say, or they'd be like, Ferris wheel. And I was like, neither one of those are that offensive. It's when they used the other F word as I was growing up that oh, really k- kicked me in the... Interesting. Woo-hoo. And that was fun for you. Yes. Well, yeah, I guess that yours I wouldn't think of as being ridicule worthy yeah. like it's just like oh it's sent like ferris i i think of the ferris wheel yeah. and we've spun the ferris wheel on this show or, for you to date exactly. somebody or people would say like your ton of clay it i mean it, there's no <laughs> there's no like it's not offensive i'm like yeah so i'm a lot of clay whatever <laughs> yeah all right so what i'm a lot of clay all right all right walk yeah. away walk away man i'm clay maybe that's and where cl- you got your positive vibes from perhaps yeah but Johnson, I mean, last name Johnson, that had to be hell oh, growing God. up. I never heard the end of it. That's why I made up the fact that I was uh, the niece of uh, Magic Johnson. Yes! I was like, yeah, well, you know what? My uncle's Magic Johnson. And they were like, no! And there was no show me the receipts then. There was no show me the receipts. There were no receipts to show. But I need to see the receipts for this. Okay. Because I think you're lying. I am lying. Uh, and the last story for News or Lose It. Di- so if you haven't heard about this, Disney Plus has been on the horizon. But now it's going to be bundled with Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. The streaming wars are alive and crazy. <laughs> yeah. For twelve ninety nine. So that's three. That is a bundle. Though. That is a bundle. It's all about bundling. So basically, we're just going back to cable. It's like a weird, like circular thing that should never have happened in the first place, right? Interesting. Interesting. Well, is it interesting? It, I mean, mildly. <laughs> Thank you, ton of clay. That was really inspiring, and that has been news that or lose it. When we get back, we will get into the game. Whose sign is it ever, anyway? Everyone is protesting about everything. I mean, uh, Trump, of course, is always being protested. Equinox, Soul Cycle, Brexit. So I'm going to read a, 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 a protest sign. You guess what the protest is from. Here's just one to get you started. Ah, Bush it. Bush it real good. Is that uh, a protest that happened years ago for George W. Bush, or is it for the Women's March? You'll find out when we get back. You're listening to Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Running out of time here. Got to keep things moving on Drop the Subject. Allie Johnson and uh, Clayton Ferris joining me today while Jarrett Hill is out for the week. He'll be back on Monday. You still have time to get your answers in for what stere- what is the most stereotypical thing about you. We've been getting a flood of responses. We will read some of those and we'll talk about what stereotypes we fit into before the end of the show. So go to DTS 
show on Instagram, or you can, uh, I have it up there on my story as well, at your Allie Johnson. Clayton has it on his at Clayton Ferris. Uh, so you can put in your answers there. I believe just to, just a, another example uh, that Ginger Justin, he falls into a ginger stereotype because he has no soul. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Don't say that. I, I think I have a new favorite thing, which is to say things that are really negative and then have Clayton positive his way out of them. I'm like, look, not having a soul is good because it means you won't go to heaven or hell. <laughs> okay. See? It means that you won't get hurt. You won't get hurt. Okay. Because you have no feelings. If you have no feelings, you can't get hurt. And that's... And that's life, man. That's being an adult. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the game. Whose sign is it anyway? A lot of people are protesting. People are running out of magic marker. They're running out of cardboard. I mean, my feet are sore. It's 2019. I feel like I've gone to more protests than something. <laughs> Taco Bell. Than Taco Bells. <laughs> uh, so the one I teased before we went to break, ah, bush it. Bush it real good. This is how it's going to work. I'm going to read you a sign. Some of them will have a visual aid. Some of them won't. Uh, and then you have to guess what this sign was at. What what rally what is it about? What protest? Uh, what exactly it was. So any guesses off the bat, Clayton, on ah, bush it. Bush it real good. I, I just feel like that was like, uh, you know, something against the Iraq war when uh, Bush was president. <laughs> <laughs> You're incorrect there. Dang. This was to save the national forests. Uh, bush it. But those are trees, not bushes. Okay, you know what? Sometimes it doesn't roll off the tongue like that. There you're wasn't right. something fun for trees. Yes, that, right. that rhymed. All right, here we go. Let's get into the game now. Can I get that intro one more time? This is really fun. Whose sign is it anyway? <laughs> Okay. Here's your first one, Clayton. First okay. official one. Super Calisphagic. Oops. <laughs> what? Super, super callous fascist sexist braggadocious. That's about Trump, 100%. Hundo P. Fascist, sexist, braggadocious. Super okay. Califra- Hundo P, that is. Hundo P about Trump. Okay. You are incorrect. Oh. That- Hundo P about Boris Johnson. Yes, you're right. That is uh. Boris Johnson. Protest is the new prime minister uh, uh, in the UK. Uh, people are not happy about him, even though he looks like a fun loving British Gary Busey. Okay. <laughs> moving on to the next one. That's a nice pool. Too bad about all the blood in it. Oh, God. This is actually just about Bella Thorne. <laughs> um, that's a nice pool. Too bad about all the blood in it. Uh, this is protesting the new Wet n' Wild they opened up off I-5. <laughs> <laughs> It's boycotting Equinox. Oh. Yeah, apparently. Uh, That's a very graphic one. Yeah. And very long. All right. Number three. This bike is on a one-way trip to Trump's re-election. This bike? Mm Mm-hmm. This bike is on a one-way trip to Trump's re-election. This is like like a motorcycle gang (laughs) where, you know, like... Uh, yeah, man, Trump headed to the 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 Equinox owners fundraiser. I'm literally just going to the fundraiser. <laughs> no, this is for. I mean, you're kind of close. It's for Soul Cycle. Ah, uh, 
So you're saying, no, 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 this bike is on a one-way trip to Trump's re-election, even though they're stationary bikes. They don't really go anywhere. Yes. All right. Number four, build, baby, build. This is a, for this is pro the the wall at the border. Incorrect. Uh. This is for the labor union. That happened, I think, a while ago. But a labor union strikes and protests happen all the time. They want you to build jobs, labor jobs. All right, and then finally, President Cheeto, we're not Toledo. This is about the Dayton shooting. This is about El Paso. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. Because, uh, oh no, wait, is that El Paso? Or was it? No, it was Dayton. That would be Dayton because it was Dayton he because called... he called it Toledo, and then but it was really Dayton. El Paso's in Texas. Yes. Thanks a lot, Ginger Justin. We're making us look like idiots. No, I'm just kidding. All right, one more. You are just out to get Justin God, today. You have no soul. It's okay. I don't blame you because you don't have a soul. All right, finally, okay, here's your last one. It doesn't one. hurt him. It, it doesn't. What'd hurt you say? Him. Oh, and we're out of time. Oh, and we're out of time. Hold on, hold on a minute. I got one more. Remember polio? I don't. This is vaccines. You're right. You are correct. It is pro-vaccination. All right. There we go. I guess what we're really trying to say here is that signs can be confusing. Unless you have a list going of all the best signs at the Women's Market or the Trump protests, it's kind of hard to tell the difference. And sometimes they're reusable. How exciting. All right. We're going to talk about what stereotypes you fit into next. You can still get your answers in at DTS Show. What is the most stereotypical thing about you? Could be about the way you live your life. Could be your sexuality. Could be anything. So we'll get into that when we get back in a few minutes. Stick around. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. (laughs) Okay. Got into an interesting discussion off the air about invite lists for our weddings. Uh, Ginger Justin is in the midst of planning a wedding. It's very risky, tough territory that you are navigating there, Ginger Justin. I do not envy you. But it'll be easy because you don't have a soul. Make one mistake and your fourth cousin could hate you for life. Even more than your third cousin already does. Yeah, and you can't remember either of their names, so it's going to be even more confusing because you yes. don't know them very well. All I right. think you should just invite people that you want. People to your wedding, you should invite people that you know can drink and know like to dance. That's it. You just invite people who are good guests. Good there guests. are some people that I wasn't even that close to that I was like, I know that you're going to make this party fun. Right. So that's exciting. Exactly. Peace. Peace. Oh, <laughs> He's holding two minutes up. Peace out. All right. We have been uh, gathering responses on what is the most stereotypical thing about you. You know, I think when I was not here, Jarrett uh, discussed what is the thing that you think you should like, but you don't. For example, he was like, I'm allergic to watermelon. Uh, Ginger Justin said, I'm a, I'm a ginger and I don't like to drink, or I'm Irish and I don't like to drink. So now we're going the other direction. What is the most stereotypical thing about you? What is yours, Clayton? I, I mean, I don't really know. Like, I don't know what my thing would be that I would be, that my stereotype, what my stereotype would be. So you're the most stereotypical typical thing about you as a bisexual man is that you can't even decide. <laughs> he can fall into gay stereotypes and straight stereotypes. Right. Yeah. I uh, mean, you're wearing... I'm wearing boat shoes. <laughs> 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 yep, so that's stereotypical. Yeah, I mean, I wear Sperry topsiders. You know, that's stereotypical. Yep. I guess, you know, I look like a substitute teacher <laughs> and I'm, you know, and I'm really nice and encouraging, so... <laughs> That's a stereotype. So I guess you're a stereotypical 
substitute teacher without even being a substitute teacher. Right, exactly. I love that. Uh, someone uh, on Instagram, D. Feliz Catus said, my mom is a house cleaner, so that's the most stereotypical thing about her and her family. Jack Seaton said, I'm Scottish and I love haggis and alcohol. See, I love some a Scottish person but, who loves haggis. But I go against this stereotype about food. Like, people are always like, you know, I'm Catholic, we love to drink. I'm German, we love to drink. Every culture <laughs> likes to drink. Okay. Okay. What cultures hate drinking? Yeah, or like when people are like, you know, I'm I'm Hispanic, my mother, I'm Hispanic, so our mom like, you know, loves to feed us. Every mom feeds their kids. Right, exactly. Uh, let's see, Lodav on Instagram. My boyfriend said the most stereotypical white girl thing that I do is I breathe everything. Laura on Instagram said, I'm a Jew who loves a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brianna Nana on Instagram said, white girl, white claw. Oh, I need to try this white claw. <laughs> I mean, I do love, I do drink like uh, rosé and soda water. Like I drink rosé and, and uh, LaCroix with ice. So I don't know what that's stereotypical of, but it feels like stereotypical of something. They're stereotypical middle-aged white woman. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Keith on Instagram said he's neurotic and Jewish. Those That's a stereotype. Okay. And, Interesting. Uh, Andy from Colorado said, I dress preppy and I play golf. Oh. I can't tell you what Coogie 1899 said because it can't be on the radio. Okay, but I love Metallica and young boys. All right. Um, uh, well, I brought my own softball glove to a picnic one time, and then I spent the entire picnic talking about camping. And uh, I think there was a long conversation about Kristen Stewart as well. So those are my stereotypes. There are plenty more to pick from, uh, but we are out of time. So we will close out the show and give you our happy ending. Stick around. You are listening to Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Well, we have covered a lot of ground again on Drop the Subject. What a journey it's been. Thank you for being on it with us. And if you're just tuning in now, where the hell have you been? You can catch up on everything you missed by looking at Drop the Subject wherever you find your pod te- uh, podcast. Just give that a search. Uh, and on Radio.com, I think you can... Download the podcast and give it a listen. And if you hate us, well, F you. Switch the station. No, I'm sorry. Please stay. Please stay. There's a lot of great stuff coming up. Uh, Okay. We must close out the show with our happy, happy endings. Because, you know, life can be a bit dreary sometimes. So it's important to take the things that might look a little dreary and turn them right around. Give you a happy ending to go into the rest of your day. Clayton. What is your happy ending? This goes out to my friends in Toledo, Ohio. Okay. We know you got a Whole Foods there now, mm-hmm. but the bad part of it is now you'll have to deal with all the crunchy granola canvases that are trying to get you to save the whales in the rainforest. But on a good note, think about how much exercise you're going to get as you run as fast as you can <laughs> to avoid these canvassers. Okay, all right. That was quite a journey you took us on, Clayton. See, I appreciate I, I it. I love peaks and valleys and storytelling. <laughs> you're like, the good thing is that you're getting a whole thing. The gold foods, the bad is that you're getting the crunchy granola people. But the good thing is that you're going to be running from them. Is that how you do the game? I, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. We're still figuring this out. All right, here's my happy ending. 
The whole thing with Equinox has been quite a sad story. Of course, we talked to a guy who works at the front desk at, a, at an Equinox. He remained anonymous, and he told us that it's been really, really hard on some of the employees, you know? And I think that the silver lining here is that people like me have always felt bad for not being rich enough to even join Equinox. Mm. And now... We feel totally great about ourselves. I don't have a contract to get out of because I never had one to begin with. And any of the people who have felt fat shamed throughout their whole lives, they can now turn the tables on the fit people. Fit shame people who are at Equinox. No, I'm just not I'm not spreading that. Don't don't fit shame people. I'm just saying that if you ever felt bad about not having a gym membership or not having a high-end gym membership, now you're feeling a little lighter today. Absolutely. I agree with that one. So, eat another piece of cheesecake, okay? You deserve it. This has been Drop the Subject. We have another live show tomorrow. Thank you for joining me, Clayton. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. Absolutely. Char Giselle will be joining us tomorrow, and then Clayton is back on Monday. Until tomorrow, bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. I'm like, I'm back on Monday. On the, ne- on the next Drop the Subject. On the next show, a woman has been trying to get a straight pride parade going in Modesto. We'll be talking to her gay son, who's probably a lot better at throwing parades than she is. Char Giselle joins me tomorrow. See you then. Drop the subject. 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern. On the new Channel Q.